Hello, and welcome to Native Awakenings. Here at Native Awakenings, we believe that the entire universe, the galaxy, is undergoing a continual awakening, a continual expansion of awareness, which is what an awakening is. We share meditations, techniques, and conversations to help aid in the awakening of all sentient beings. Today we have a technique in store. I think I finally got a hold, or rather a handle, on how exactly I'm going to be continuing these podcasts. And I think I finally nailed down the routine in which I want to proceed with this podcast. Now maybe this information is unnecessary, but I feel like sharing it with you anyways because you listen and because I care. So I've been sporadically adding techniques and meditations here and there. I've gotten a lot better at documenting on the episode notes exactly what you're in store for, but I want to give you some consistency, dear listener. And the consistency is as follows. I'll be doing a meditation, and then the following week, I'll be doing a technique. That way we get some nice music, some wonderful meditations, but then you also get to listen to me just talk to you (laughs) and share techniques. Today we're going to be doing a technique. I get asked a lot about how to clear energy, and by clearing energy, I mean removing the influence of another from our consciousness. Sometimes it's a bad breakup like an ex. Sometimes it's after a healing ceremony and healers will ask how to not take on the symptoms and the ailments of those that they heal. These are really good questions and no matter if you're a healer or if you've gone through a difficult friendship that you no longer want influencing your vessel, this meditation, or rather technique, is for you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you for doing so, and I just love you for being you. So let's get to the technique. If you're a healer, and if you know Reiki, there's always the symbol Razu. And I won't go too much into this in this meditation, because I'm not entirely sure how many Reiki healers are listening to this. Of course, you can contact me, or a simple Google search will help you out in finding what Razu is and how to use it. I felt like including it in this technique because it's a valid one, and it's one that I frequently use. But if you're not a Reiki healer, of course you can still use this technique, But techniques work best when they're personal to you. That's why we're all very beautifully different and unique. Something that may work really well for me might not work as well for you. Not because you're better than I am or I'm better than you are, but simply because of our internal representations of that symbol. We, or at least I personally, speak in the language of English. If I were to know a language or a character in a different tongue, it might not mean the same thing or have the same effect. I think the one thing that transcends all languages, symbols, 
whatever have you, is love. That one's always a great go-to. But already I'm going on a tangent, let's get back on track. So, we have Razu if you're a Reiki healer. If you're not, we have the wonderful power of burning incense or sage. Now, if you have an energy over your body that you no longer want to have, say you just had a healing ceremony, and you've noticed that the client that came to you had a pain in their shoulder. After they leave, you start to have a pain in your shoulder. Well, what do I do? How do I solve this? Think back to the most rudimentary understandings of cleaning. Now, what would you do if your physical body was dirty? You would wash it. So, of course, there's an application in the utility of water. I really like washing my hands after a ceremony because water helps cleanse and is rumored to be the medium to the spirit world. That going through the water helps us transcend into another dimension. We're made up of water and energies and vibrations, frequencies, music, old objects, they all influence the water of our body. So, by cleansing ourselves physically with water, it can often wash off the frequency that whoever came to us for healing was carrying. Now, what if this is something mental? Should we wash our head? How does that work? That's where the utility of smoke comes in. If there's an emotional or not a physical ailment that you're experiencing after a ceremony of healing, I highly recommend and encourage you to try to just bathe in smoke. Smoke coming from sage, cedar, pine, incense, whatever have you, whatever speaks to you. If there's a resin that you really like, burn it and walk through it. Wash it over your body. Smoke is a form of fire, and fire is a great purification tool. So by utilizing smoke, the descendant of fire, we can often purify ourselves from any sort of negative or heavy energy that we may encounter as we do the beautiful work of healing. So we've got Razu. We've got either washing our hands after a ceremony or washing ourselves in smoke. What other techniques are there? There is the technique of actually flushing down the toilet. It's a funny one, and it's one that comes from a few witch friends that I know. A few green witches and hedge witches. Hedge witches are some of my favorite people. I consider myself to dabble in that art myself. But they're fun because they experiment with dabbling in the magic of the next realm. So I really trust their techniques, and when I've used them, it's worked really well for me. So if there's an individual, maybe it's not a healing ceremony that we've done, but maybe it's a really tough friendship that sadly broke off. Or maybe it's an ex that we simply do not want their energy within our vessel anymore. Know that whenever doing magical work, that whatever you do to someone else, you also do to yourself. So this is not an encouragement to do any sort of harmful act onto someone else as you do your magic. This is far from it. Know that all of the techniques used in here are techniques that I would also like to be used on my own self, and they are the only ones that I will encourage. 
The flushing down the toilet method is simply writing the name of whoever it is. It could be a client that you've healed that you really can't get their energy off of you. could be a, a tough friendship that ended. We write this on a piece of paper and we legitimately flush it down the toilet. Now, I'm not entirely sure how echo-friendly that is. So maybe you want to write it on a piece of toilet paper rather than actual paper, but the result is the same. Again, this utilizes water, but it utilizes also your writing, and words and characters are spells. So what this does is it brings forth the spirit of water, the spirit of emotional change, of regulation, and it binds that with a name of the individual, and it returns their energy to them. And it's not a disrespectful act. It's saying, hey, this isn't mine. This is actually yours. Please take it back. Next, we have the technique of burying. This is, I, I, I think I say this for all of the techniques, but it is so true. I love techniques. That's why I like to share them. But this is really one of my favorite ones. So when we give something back to the earth, we call upon our guides. We call upon Mother Earth, Father Sky, to help us. Sometimes we think it's all up to us. We think it's up to me to solve this energetic misalignment. But it really isn't. You've got a team here, and this team wants to help you. And this team is right in front of you. We breathe it in. It's the air. It's the earth. It's really right here. So if you want some help in removing the energetic quality that may be over you, I heartily encourage you to again use this spell, which is simple as writing the name of the individual on a piece of paper, or you could burn it on a piece of bark. Get creative. Whatever the medium is, it should be biodegradable because we really don't want to disrespect the earth by, let's say, writing on a piece of plastic and burying it. That would kind of be against the point. But whatever biodegradable material that you find, write the name so that you bring in the energetic quality of that individual and give it to the earth. Again, this is no disrespect to the individual. It's simply saying, hey, I can't handle this. This really isn't mine. But Mother Earth loves you just as Mother Earth loves me. So, may the love of Mother Earth, Father Sky, Brother Fire, Sister Sea, may all of these help you deal with the energetic qualities that you put on me, because they are certainly not my burden to carry. This is a wonderful outlook to have on any sort of removal. I often observe people removing in a sense of disgust or hate. And I wouldn't say there's anything terribly wrong about that, but hate lowers our own vibration. So I encourage you to use whatever technique speaks to you, but use it with love, not as in a judgment of this person, but simply as a wanting the, their energy to return to them. It's as simple as that. The last technique that I want to share is a real fun one. This technique is noticing where you're placing your own attention. It requires no objects. You don't need to be near water or to bury something or to write something on a piece of paper. 
you don't need to cover yourself in smoke. Sometimes, at least for myself, when I experience the ripples of energy of someone that I've done a healing ceremony on, I notice that my own consciousness is preoccupied with their journey. That I'm devoting a lot of time and attention to worry about them. Albeit this is worrying in a positive way, I'm hoping the best for them, but my consciousness is completely consumed by their energy. And it's actually not their energy that makes me feel this way. It's my own choice to think of them, to care for them, and to almost worry about them. So, if these techniques don't work, and if you continue to feel the ripples of the energy of someone else that you no longer wish to, ask yourself, am I bringing this on? Am I thinking of them? Am I calling their energy into my own vessel by continually ruminating on them? And if so, a wonderful saying just to say to yourself is, their journey is theirs, and my journey is mine. I choose to focus on the source of my heart, on the source of love, and on myself. I have to pay attention to myself. I really have to love myself, because this is the journey of me. Yes, I love community. It's one of my favorite things. But sometimes a bit of healthy selfishness is required. So this is probably the technique that I use the absolute most, is reminding myself that I really can't help that person. Yes, I've done a lot of healing ceremonies, and yes, people have said that I've helped them. But in reality, it's them connecting to their guides and we are simply facilitators of something that would occur if we were here or not. We just get the wonderful experience of witnessing them resolve it. So witness yourself. Remember yourself. Remember your nature. And remember your love. And see that it's not up to you to heal. It's not up to you to fix everyone. But it is up to you to be mindful of your own experience. And it is up to you to remember yourself. So next time you're lost in thought, next time you feel the energy of another consume you, remind yourself, that's their journey. How am I living my journey? Thank you so much for listening. I love sharing these techniques. I look forward to seeing you next week. We'll be doing a meditation. At least I think. I try to be consistent, but there's just so much that I want to share with you. Anyways. I love you so much. The spirit animating my body honors, values, appreciates, respects, and unconditionally loves the spirit animating your body. Aho, matakwiasan. Om Namah Shivaya. Namaste.